good morning and welcome to prayers for your day this is Danita and today is Wednesday February the 1st 2023 as always I give God thanks for you for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones the people places and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this um, it's Word Wednesday, and so I'm driving, uh, which, like I said, it's always a little easier to do Word Wednesday when I'm driving uh, than to try to pray uh, when I'm driving. But on this morning, I was thinking about this month. This month has been designated as Black History Month, and this year's national theme is Black Resistance and I thought about that this morning, um, and I just began to think about how our God is a God of equity and justice. You know, God is always for the underdog. When you read the Bible, there's example after example after example where God has chose what would be considered to be the weak what God has chosen, what considered to be the few, what God has chosen, what, who, what, who some could consider to be less than he, those are the people. And those are the things that he chooses to use for his glory. So when you think about the children of Israel and he went and he told Pharaoh, you know, let my people go. And the Bible talks about how he hardened Pharaoh's heart, right? And then God began to send on plagues and and all, you know, killed the firstborn uh, sons of those, right? Because the mistreatment of those who were enslaved, they were God's people and he had a work for them to do. When you think about Gideon and the 300, right? They were few, but yet they were mighty. We talked about David a couple of weeks ago and how he had three mighty men. And then it gave us the 37 and how Jesus had the 12, but he had three that were even closer than the 12. God works for the underdog. And I don't necessarily like that uh, you know, expression, but I'm using it because some of us may be familiar with that but it is that that thought behind the one who is the one who looks like they're going to lose the one who looks like they don't have it all together and we see that backed by God's word when he said that we are the head and not the tail that we are above and not beneath and those that will be lat that those that will be those who are Wait, what is it? The first shall be last and the last shall be first. I may have said that, you know, in the other way around. But there's something about being behind, right? The Bible even talks about the race is not given to the swift, but to those who endure. Those who endure. There's something about enduring. There's something about other people counting you out. Because here's the reality, when other people count you out, God counts you in. When other people disregard you, that's when God regards you. When other people give up on you, that's when God elevates you. 
when other people talk down to you. That's when God will cause others to talk you up. Don't ever feel like you've got to toot your own horn. Don't ever feel like you've got to, you got to be the one that, that is always up front. See, I like being in the back. I like being in the back because when I when, when God moves me to the front, then I know it was God. It was nothing that I did. When God moves you to the front, then you know that it was nothing that you did. It was no networking. It was no, you know, rubbing and hobnobbing with certain folks. God is always for the underdog. He's always for the one that people say, ah, I don't know about him. Ah, I don't know about her. See, that's when God does his best work. He says that he will use the foolish things to confound the wise. See, he chooses people. He, he uses people. Even when we think about David, right? David wasn't even his daddy's first choice. He had to say, don't, is this, is this, don't you have another son? See, that's, that's how God works. And so when we begin to understand how God works, know that when it looks like you're losing, you're really winning. When it looks like you're losing, you're really winning. You see, God has your very best interest at heart. And he's not going to let you fail. In fact, he is rooting for you. He's rooting for you. And when you get tired and when you get weary, he's the one. It, it, it reminds me of uh, if, if you're into boxing. And I've not watched a boxing match in a long time. But I used to watch boxing matches years ago you back then it was when like Mike Tyson if you're familiar with him he was fighting but they would always go into the corner of the trainer and I believe the trainer is the Holy Spirit the, the one that comes to encourage you and to comfort you and to to pump you up and to let you know that you can do it you get back out there you get up out of the bed. You get up out of your bed this morning. You go ahead and you go into that workplace. You go ahead and, and, and you face another day in your marriage. You face another day in your job situation. You face another day looking at your bank account and, and maybe not being satisfied. But the Holy Spirit, see, when you go back to the corner, when you go back in prayer, when you go back to that still place, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. Allow the Holy Spirit to pump you up and tell you, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are above and not beneath. And the Holy Spirit gives us what we need. The Spirit of the Lord gives us what we need to go back and continue another day another day 
for this is the day that the Lord has made and we are to rejoice and be glad in it. The Holy Spirit has come to encourage you, to tell you, you can make it, you can do it. And when you think about that trainer in the corner, he, he, he's telling them, you know, well, when he does this, you know, move this and da-da-da-da. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit gives us strategy <coughs> and, and technique and guidance. And then we get restored and refreshed, right? Through the word of God. That's what that ding is for, to go back, to get back and let the Holy Spirit do what only the Holy Spirit can do. And that is to minister to us in a way that we are encouraged, we are restored, we are renewed and we can go on. And even though we might be down, right? We're not out. We're not out. So I pray that you will have a blessed day. And think about that. If you've ever watched boxing, think about that. Think about what the trainer does. The Holy Spirit is our trainer. The Holy Spirit is our coach. And every day, right? You, you. There's so many rounds. The rounds are our life and we gotta go to that corner we gotta get restored we gotta get renewed we gotta get refreshed so that we are equipped to get back get back in the ring and to do what God has called each and every one of us to do I want you to know you have a purpose for your life you're not just here living life there's a purpose for your life. Make your life count. Not for you, but for the glory of God. So that when people remember you, when you are long gone, more or less, they'll remember the God in you. Don't just remember me. Remember the God in me. Thank you, Lord. Remember the God in me. That means more than just remembering Hey, I listened to this lady, you know, on prayers for your day. Remember the God in me. I pray that there was something at some point that was said that allowed you to remember the God in me that, that, that just gave you a little bit more of what you needed to keep trusting God. Have an awesome day, you guys. I love you all so much. Bye-bye.